everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight face. Okay, we're back. I can't tell if that's getting any better. But This is the second half of that episode that you probably listened to. We had more to say. Yeah, this is the second half of that. Uh, we had too much to say. <laughs> Way too much. Took a long time to record it. Now we're here. Time travel. Have fun. Have, yeah, have a good time, guys. Bye. Yeah, enjoy it. I don't remember what we said. <laughs> Okay, Jacob's there. He's like salty and very formal yeah. and distant. He's, he's a dick. very annoyed that Alice is there, continues to call her a blood sucker. Oh no. God, yeah, he's he's an asshole. It's fine. I don't think I could do that to someone, even if I no. hated them. Like to their face. I mean, like I just even though Jacob doesn't like Alice, he doesn't even have any empathy for like okay, well, this is her friend and she hasn't seen her in a right. long time. And it's wrapped up in this whole thing that like, sometimes he sounds empathetic about the breakup. Right. Like in former self, he was empathetic about the breakup. Yeah. The girl you're super into has a bunch of messed up feelings about this family and one just suddenly appeared and you're just like- it Makes it worse. He's like, gross. Bye. Yeah. And it's not like he's so different from the vampires either. Like, Jacob right. didn't decide to be a werewolf. Allison decide to be a vampire. Right. Yeah. Like, when she realized what she was, did you expect her to go to Italy and has <laughs> to be killed? When you turned into a werewolf, were you like, put me down now? She still has just the desire to live. What do you expect her to do? Yeah, the whole enemy, like, mortal fated enemies is, it's a lot. It's a lot. Honestly, that's a sketch we should write. <laughs> a vampire and a werewolf live next door or something like that. And all the other kids in the neighborhood are like, guys, you have to get over this. It makes playing Capture the Flag way too intense. OMG. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Okay, what is actually Romeo and Juliet will be a werewolf and a vampire having a love story. Oh my god, you're That's right. That's why they're so star-crossed. Wow. That's true. They're moon-crossed. That's not what's happening here. And then obviously, of course, Bella blames herself. Yep. <gasps> For everybody else being upset. What a disaster. How could I have alienated him so completely in such a short amount of time? Guess what, Bella? You did nothing. He did it. Would he forgive me when Alice was gone? What if he didn't? It's not your fault Alice showed up. It's not your fault they hate each other for inexplicable reasons that you didn't even know about. Literally, the only thing that you did was jump off a cliff at an ill-timed moment right. that happened to be inconvenient for the people <laughs> at La Push. Right. Like, wasn't a great decision overall. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's not your fault that all of the subsequent things are happening. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> she even says to herself, how had I made such a mess of everything? But what could I have done differently? Even in hindsight, I couldn't think of any better way, any perfect course of action. Yeah, Bella, that's because... Exactly. You did everything normal and everybody else is reacting unreasonably. So... <laughs> The reason you can't find the reason is because it doesn't exist. And then Jacob realizes that she's actually really upset and he's wow. all unsure and upset with himself. And he goes, did it again, didn't I? Broke my promise. Sorry. It's like, 
guess what? Stop apologizing and just right? hurt her in the first place. Yeah, be better. Just don't be a douchebag. Oh. And, and then, then she forgives him and yeah. I'm like, no. No. She said, I started it this time. What did you start? I don't understand Nothing. what she started. She She's gaslighting anything. herself. Yeah. Like nobody else has to gaslight her. She'll do it. Yeah. And then she says, can't I be friends with you both at the same time? And he just says, no. I don't think you can. Well, that's a fucking you problem. Bye. Why? Why not? It would be one thing if Alice had, like, done something to him. Something I hate is when one of your friends does something really, really shitty to you, and then all the other friends are like, well, they're really nice to me, so. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, guess what? They weren't, you're just okay with them, like, being shitty to me? Mm -hmm. Now, I have a problem with you, too. (laughs) It would be one thing if Alice had, like, done something to him and then Bella's like can't I be friends with both of you and Jacob's like no (laughs) that's hurtful but no all Alice did was like exist I leave Bella but if Bella is ready to forgive her then that's that and Jacob's not mad about that no he's not Jacob's not mad that they hurt Bella's feelings no not at all (laughs) he actually likes that they left (laughs) And I was really annoyed that Jake, I don't know, like, they don't, there's no options here, you know? He's like, well, everything is just how it is. Bella says it really doesn't have to be that way. And he says, it really does. You love her. I can't get near her. You probably wouldn't like it if I killed her. (laughs) So that's just how things are. And whatever. There's no point in avoiding the truth. That's the way things are, Bells. And she says, I don't like the way things are. And he's like, too bad. (laughs) He's like, tough. There's no options. Yeah, nobody is willing to make compromises for her. And then they almost kiss. Oh my God, yeah, I hate this. It's upsetting. Bella is most upset by not having made the decision. Right. She has not had time to sit in the forest (laughs) And make the call on whether she's going to give in and settle down with Jacob. Right. Even more in turmoil because Alice has shown up. So that whole thing feels closer. And I felt like this page made me feel like she's still not actually into it. No, 100%. Yeah, no. She says... She's not into it at all. True love was forever lost. The prince was never coming back to kiss me awake from my enchanted sleep. I was not the princess after all. So what was the fairy tale protocol for other kisses? The mundane kind. Yep. That didn't break. That's not romantic. And then she says, the protocol is that you don't have to have that. You don't have to. A mundane kiss. That's not what Jacob wants. Maybe it would be easy, like holding his hand or having his arms around me. Maybe it would feel nice. Maybe it would feel like a betrayal. Besides, who was I betraying anyway? Just myself. Okay, don't do it. (laughs) feel like you're betraying yourself by kissing somebody don't kiss the person don't do it yeah betraying yourself is the number one reason why you shouldn't do something yeah best reason not to kiss somebody (laughs) a feeling of betrayal against yourself yeah jesus it's not even betrayal against edward it's betrayal against against you yeah the only reason those whole paragraphs i was just like fuck uh, this makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want any of this to be happening right now. And then the phone rings and you're like, yeah. Thank God. The only reason they don't kiss is because the phone rings. The only reason. Yep. And Jacob answers 
She's kind of annoyed. Yeah, Jacob answers the phone. He like reaches over her and she's like, it's my house. What are you doing? And he says, he's not here. He's at the funeral. And then he hangs up the phone. Filthy bloodsucker says that it's Carlisle, which I think he believes. Yeah, it seems like he really Yeah, I does. think he thinks it's Carlisle. Yeah. Bella's really annoyed because it's her house and her phone. Yeah, one who answers. And she would love, she would love yeah. to talk to Carlisle. She would have talked to Carlisle forever. Yeah. She'd be like, okay, tell me about the house. <laughs> what kind of windows? Double paned? That's nice. <laughs> How's, how's teaching? Oh my God, I bet you're so good at that. Uh, remember all the times you stitched me up? Uh, I bet you remember it perfectly. Yeah, you're mine, huh? Oh, so good, I so mean, good. this just, okay, this just reinforces well how much I hate Jacob. Like, who yeah, the are you? so shitty. And he's like, he didn't ask for you. Guess why he didn't ask for her? Because he thinks she did. <laughs> and like, also, who answers other people's phones? Without even saying, he just says swan resident. Like, she's right there. Right. She's literally right there. Hand the phone her. Right. Like, maybe I would answer <sighs> someone's phone if they're not around. And like, oh, I don't know. It seems like maybe they would want to know who's calling. But if you're standing literally next to the person whose house it is, so this person who's being called, you do not pick up the phone and say, hello. The closest thing is like, oh, they're washing dishes, so you pick it up and you hold it against their face. <laughs> right. Until they can, like, get it into the crook of their shoulder. <laughs> but you he's just, just so hot and bothered from almost kissing her. Ugh. He has no remorse at all. Well, no. And seems to hear something else and is like, whatever, I have to go. Hang on, hang on. He says... He didn't ask for you. He asked where Charlie was, and I told him, I don't think I broke any rules of etiquette. Oh, my God. What about your tone? What about your actions? What about all of it? You broke many rules of etiquette. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so then he tries to leave. And then Alice storms back in and is very upset and confused and just whispers, Edward. I wonder how far away she went. I don't know. Was she just, like, hanging outside? Clearly not very far. She could go, like, a mile away in, like, an instant. Yeah, they're impossibly fast, so she can be infinitely far away. It doesn't matter. Okay, wait. Can I bring up something that's kind of not related? Just that I had this whole moment um, a couple of days ago where I really thought about how fast you would have to be to, like, travel a mile in a minute. Like, you would have to be invisible, like the Flash, right? Yeah, she describes them as nearly invisible. Right. And so, like, actually, now I don't remember where I was going with this. (laughs) They should be, like, breaking the sound barrier. Exactly. Somebody do the math. I don't want to do the math. Oh, you're our math person. Yeah, you're the math person. (laughs) Bad news. Yeah, maybe I'll do some math later. Probably not. Also, earlier, Alice was like, who are you talking to outside? It sounded like you were arguing. It is so inconsistent, like, the powers yeah. of these vampires. Yeah, right. like, I can hear a brook two miles away. Shouldn't she have, like, heard Bella's eyes open when she was lying on the couch listening? Right, to right. Yeah. Like, eavesdropping on them, everything. or, like, her breathing, being right. awake breathing. Yeah, being awake sense. breathing. <laughs> exactly. So inconsistent. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Um, anyway, Edward was all she whispered. Dramatic moment. And then Bella's, like, natural perception yeah. goes into overdrive, but she doesn't yeah. have all the information. So she it's has just, like, no information. The gears are turning, but nothing is clicking. My body reacted. She faints, right? No. This is where she faints. She doesn't faint. 
She like oh. starts to sway. My body reacted faster than my mind was able to catch up with the implications of her reply. What implications so far? Yeah, you don't know anything. I didn't at first understand why the room was spinning or where the hollow roar in my ears was coming from. Like she just said his name. Yeah, Alice's name. What's going on? My mind labored, unable to make sense of Alice's bleak face and how of it could possibly not. relate to Edward. And while my body was already swaying, seeking the relief of unconsciousness before the reality could hit me. Like, the reality. So, like, her perception... You have no information yet. Yeah. Yeah, literally none. Like, you know this is going to be the worst possible thing, but you literally can't figure out what it is. And that overwhelms her because usually she can put things together. And yeah, so her body right. just starts to shut down. So finally, she asks <laughs> what happened, but Alice is calling Rose and says that she needs to talk to Carlisle. And then just says, why would you do that, Rosalie? Well, you're wrong on both counts. So that would be a problem, don't you think? She's absolutely fine. I was wrong. It's a long story. So Rose clearly knew that Alice was coming because she thought Bella was dead and believed her. And told Edward. This is also a New Moon outtake yeah. on Stephanie's yeah. website. Mm. And it's really very much justice for Rosalie. Because when you read it, it's like Rose gets this information and she's fully motivated by wanting her family back together. And she oh. genuinely does not understand the depth of Edward's feelings for Bella. Right. She's like, oh, this is over. I miss my brother so much. He can come Now home. he gets to come home. Aww. And she calls. And when it goes wrong, she's like, oh, no, I did something <laughs> bad. And she runs out of the house and screams for Emmett because Aww. she genuinely, like, at the end of all this, her apology is real. She Aww. did not know. Right. And I I appreciate having the outtake because what you take away from New Moon is that Rosalie was like, oh, shit, Bella's dead. Let me go tell Edward. (laughs) Yeah, then she was like going to gloat. She's dead. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Right, right. And of course, because Alice is like, why would you do that? Because truly, right, you just found out that Alice flew to go find out if Bella had actually killed herself. And like, what, within a minute, you're like, Edward, listen what happened. Let me tell you. (laughs) you're never gonna believe (laughs) i got the goss obviously this is also not the time to be relaying that information like i don't know wait till you have all the facts wait till you're in person who knows but the takeaway was really like rose why yeah why did you do that for bad reasons so like i appreciate the outtake but right now in this chapter we don't have a great opinion of rosalie no takeaways like stephanie meyer hates blondes yeah (laughs) 100 percent so Bella slowly puts this together. Alice finds out about the phone call that Jacob just had. And and that it was Edward. Yes. <gasps> she reveals that it was actually Edward, not Carlisle. He thinks you're dead. Right. And then Bella again starts putting stuff together. Rosalie told him I killed myself, didn't she? And Alice says yes. Didn't she realize or care? Again, bad for Rosalie. Mm-hmm. And then Bella continues to narrate all that has happened. And when Edward right. called here, he thought Jacob meant my funeral. <laughs> right. Honestly, it's a perfect setup. Although, of course, since she doesn't believe how much Edward actually cares about her, she does not put together immediately that, that Edward's going to kill himself. The result is that Edward is now going to go try to kill himself until Ella says he's going to Italy. And then it only took the length of one heartbeat to comprehend. Um, I also find this ridiculous that based yes. only on the mention of Italy, she's like, oh, 
remember that one time when we were watching Romeo and Juliet and he said that if he was going to try to kill himself, he would go to Italy, to the vault. Through these two chapters, we have this very persistent misunderstanding between Bella and Alice, where Bella thinks that the Cullens left because Edward essentially got bored of her and didn't care anymore. And Alice doesn't seem to understand that Bella doesn't know that Edward is madly in love with her. True. True. So, like, all of their back and forths have this weird subtext where neither one of them is really understanding what the other is saying. Which is really a major theme of the book. (laughs) True. Yeah, that's true. And Alice, right, because Bella's really confused about it. And Alice says, I don't think he ever planned to outlive you by long. Right. And then I do like this moment where Bella's like, "Uh, okay, but he left. He didn't want me anymore. So, like, what difference does it make if I'm alive or dead? Right. He knew I was going to die at some point. Like, okay, maybe it happened sooner than before. And then Alice is like, um, I don't think you clearly understand what's going on. And Bella's like, how dare you? (laughs) And I'm so here for it. Yeah, I love when she gets mad. Yeah. She, like, elbows Jacob out of her way. Yeah. She's like, I don't have time for this. Can we call him? Can we call Carlisle? Edward conveniently has thrown away his phone, so they cannot call him. They must fly immediately to Italy. Can you imagine? Okay, so Jacob picks up the phone. You know, often you can kind of hear the other person on the line. Mm -hmm. Bella is so affected just by, like, thinking Edward's name If she actually heard even, like, a whisper of her voice, she probably would have just died right there. I don't know what she would have done if she Like, she would have just, like, died. And then there would be no exciting end of the book. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's just how the series ends. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) But what I do love is, so, like, they're going through what is going to happen. Alice says, you know, we may already be too late. She sees him going to the altar, asking to die. And Alice anticipates them saying no at first because they like Carlisle. They're friends, whatever. Like, no, I'm not going to kill you, son. Like, I like your dad. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to get in trouble with your dad. Your dad's my friend. <laughs> right, right. Well, obviously, Edward's going to try something else. And so the whole thing, like, comes together and that if they say no and he comes up with a plan to offend them quickly enough, we're too late. But if he gives into his more theatrical tendencies, we may have time. And guess what? They have time because apparently Edward <laughs> has to give into his theatrical tendencies. Don't we all? The entire plan succeeding depends. <laughs> Being really theatrical about it. it <laughs> that is great. It's the best burn of all time. takes a long time to play out (laughs) like it is truly maybe my favorite moment imagine how little jacob understands about what's going on true (laughs) who are these people what italy what the fuck why is he going to italy what is yeah voltori sounds like a sports car (laughs) why are edward's tendencies relevant yeah totally (laughs) and then alice is like look, this is really dangerous. If we get there and we're not successful, they're definitely going to kill me because I'm going to seem like an accomplice and you're a human who knows about vampires and smells delicious. They're definitely, definitely going to kill you. And Jacob is just like, don't go. Don't go. (laughs) Bella doesn't give a shit. She's like, (laughs) 
that's what you're worried about she she's like i'll go alone if you're afraid yeah <laughs> if you're scared i'll go she's ready to go by herself will you yeah. give me the money and she literally says i almost get myself killed on a daily basis so like <laughs> just tell me what i need to do and i'm like yeah literally a day ago she almost drowned so yeah like it's believable like yeah exactly she yeah, go. go just she's go. very <laughs> far for the course and then oh, she leaves a note for charlie yeah Bella writes, Dad, I'm with Alice. Edward's in trouble. You can ground me when I get back. I know it's a bad time. So sorry. I love you so much, Bella. <laughs> the terrible note. Way too much information. Dad went to stay with Alice for a few days. Don't worry. Edward won't be there. <laughs> I know it's a bad time. So sorry. I love you so much, Bella. Edward's in trouble? Yeah, that no. makes it sound way dire. It's, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's and true. you can ground me when I get back? Like, already, <laughs> what are you doing? What do you yeah. mean? Just say, <laughs> need some girl time. Wow, you're good at that, Maya. Right? Or, like, wanted to give you some alone time to process what has happened in your life. Uh, I'll be back. You guys are smart. <laughs> Alice says, please tell me you have a passport. I don't have time to forge one. So then Jacob's like, and they're criminals. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on the page. It's just what I imagined. Right. And that's it. Uh, They're, like, ready to go. Well, yeah. How does the chapter actually end? She's just like... Well, Jake says, you could stay. You could stay alive oh, for yeah. Charlie for me. And then Bella... No, fuck you, Jake. ...shakes her head and go and leaves. She's sad about it, but, like, she's obviously going to go save I Edward. mean, she's obviously going to pick Edward here. And then yells, yeah. take care of Charlie. And they're off. It's dramatic. It's awesome. It's so fun. Wow. This is really the best. This is the best part of the book. For sure. I know we're stopping. We're By pausing far. like right before it all hits. Right, but... right before it gets good. This is what I was Must reading happen. weeks ago and couldn't stop. And I right. just read the whole book. These That's two why. chapters are just people standing in the same two rooms, the kitchen or the living room, talking. <laughs> right. They're right. That's all that happens. They're not that boring though. For two chapters, things are interesting. Yeah, it's like moderate to me. Like, even when Alice is back, like, at first, I'm like, hooray! But then when Alice doesn't react in a way that feels satisfying... It's a lot of information sharing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, let's go ahead and get to the exciting part. Um, I'm going to share my best sentence, which Maya just read, and I just decided that it was my best sentence, <laughs> uh, which is when Alice says, please tell me you have a passport. I don't have time to forge one. Because I just love that the end of that sentence isn't, like we're fucked if you don't have a passport it's just like look i could forge one but i don't have time okay <laughs> we get a lot about character there right like we learned so like she's ready Alice. she knows how she's ready to go but she does not have the time. <laughs> right right i do have my best sentence it's like the second to last and last sentence of the chapter as alice dumped on the gas and with the tire screeching like human screams <laughs> all right I mean, that's good imagery. I don't know if I need that imagery right now, but it's good. Um, spun around to face the road. I caught sight of a shred of white near the edge of the trees, a piece of a shoe. <laughs> and you're like, aw, Jake, you couldn't even wait to take off your shoes. You're so upset. <laughs> it's just a good, it's a good chapter end. At least he did manage to not phase in her house, which would have killed That would have been like, bad. Yeah. That's good. Good job, Jake. Good job. I I can't pick between two that we've already read. The it was like someone had died, like I had died. You know, that's a good this bit. whole yeah. life. Mm -hmm. That's a great bit. 
or Edward's theatrical tendencies, <laughs> which okay. is a pick just because it's extremely funny. Love it. My worst is also something that Alice says, which is when she tells Bella, I've never seen anyone so prone to life-threatening idiocy, which is like really harsh. That's so really mean. That's so mean. That's so mean. <laughs> like everybody basically says this to Bella, but like, this is maybe the meanest version. And it's just Alice. Like, Alice is not trying to be mean. And Alice is not a mean person. You know what? Justice for Lauren. At least Lauren <laughs> doesn't pretend to be Bella's friend. Right. Best friend. <laughs> My worst is when Bella and Jacob are standing in the kitchen and Bella is blaming herself for literally everything and she's mm. crying. It was only when I saw the clear drops sparkling in my hands that I realized I was crying. Your tears are sparkling? Sparkling drops. Yeah, that's not what tears yeah. are. Good eye, Maya. Like, it sounds like she's holding, like, diamonds cupped in her hands. like Little what's... pearls of tears. Yeah. What is... <laughs> and when you cry into your hands... You're just wet. Yeah, just they wet. just your hands like you're press wet. them against your face. Nothing. Yeah. No, this you're is right. A terrible image. You're right. <laughs> Why did no one query this and just go, not how crying works? Question mark. Because the suspense is just like you just gotta keep moving. Okay. You just gotta Even keep the reading. Even the proofreaders were too sucked in. Yep. No, I imagine that someone queried it and they were just like step for voice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You're right. <laughs> My worst sentence we've also kind of gone over. It was literally when they're about to kiss. Ugh, gross. And uh, she says, so what was the fairy tale protocol for other kisses? The mundane kind that didn't break any spells. I think that's a good sentence. No, because I'm like, how are we even setting Jake up to be a contender here? Right. It's a bad sentiment, but I think as a sentence, it's a good sentence. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> You don't have to okay, like fine. It. Grammatically, yes, it's good. But <laughs> I just like throughout this entire book, I'm like, okay, we're supposed to be doing some love triangle shit. But literally every other chapter, Stephanie is just like, oh, Paris isn't actually a good enough person to like write a story about. Why would anyone pick him? And you know what? Oh, any kiss with Jake would be completely mundane. And you're just like, all right, we get it. He's not going to be the end choice, but like we're going to pretend. She kind of undermines her own love triangle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bella at each and every turn is like every single fiber of my being rejected this idea. (laughs) But maybe. But maybe I could just manage to bear it. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense in like a theoretical way. I could see like yeah, theoretically, if Stephanie didn't write it this stupid way. and Bella was actually into it, and Jake wasn't a bitch about it, then, yeah, sure, it'd be a perfectly good Sure, and this was not the book that it is. Totally. I think it's stronger in Eclipse, because by the time we get there, you've had time to forget that Bella said all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. even (laughs) though she's, like, very obviously happy to be reunited with Edward, she also clearly cannot resist Jacob. Yeah, so there she's is like some kind of compelling draw that's yeah. like, well, you can't give him up. Maybe you actually do want him. But in right. your moon, it's like, mm, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> and then later, it's like when that's your foundation, even when she's torn, how, how like do you convincing. really wonder where she's going to end up? Right. 
Totally. Like, I'm just saying, you could not include this sentence, and it would be a lot more, like, I don't know, care point. Like, oh, does she does she want this? Doesn't she want this? But she clearly states she doesn't want it. Right. Like, it could still be a love triangle where it's, like, mundane. It's, like, not the kiss that wakes you from sleep, but it is easy. It is nice. It, you know, like, she doesn't even... It's the Peta Gale. Yes, exactly. But she's yeah. she's not even convinced that it would be nice, so it's a lot less appealing but if she was like well i do love jacob it's just in this very different way and i don't understand if that's enough or if that's not enough but it's not that it's like i don't think or if she was even like i am not going to know until i try because i feel so damaged right i don't know what it feels like to feel that way for someone anymore and she's never kissed anybody else she's never been with anybody else right or edward so that's the only standard of kind of love that she knows which is really intense and different so it could be like well i don't know how this is gonna go right i've never had exactly. another love exactly which is what i think stephanie wants us to right. sort of like be feeling about this but then she writes sentences like oh, a betrayal it's of gonna myself. be completely mundane <laughs> right exactly and you're like okay well i literally am not getting on the same page as you so Very true. get rid of it <laughs> it really would be one thing if bella was like my truest of true loves is gone. Even if she kept all of that stuff, like I know that my heart truly will always belong to Edward. But if she were like, but I still want to do this, even though I know I'm not going to care about Jacob in the same way, I still want to like go through the motions. But instead it's, I'm going through the motions against my judgment. And she would still be torn. She could be like, I want a boyfriend. I want to have a go-to person. He makes me feel safe. I want all of these things that he can give me. Right. She could still be torn about whether it's going to work out, if she's going to lose something in that relationship. Right. If it will not live up in a way that she can't live with. Like, there would still be tension. Do you want that to be interesting? If in the same way that Bella gets very rebellious about the promise that she makes to Edward, where she's like, why did I agree to be careful when (laughs) he didn't promise anything? His promise, yeah. Yeah. What if she went fully the other direction and was like, look, this guy's really fucking into me. Edward (laughs) doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to hook up with Jacob. Yeah. Fully support. I don't owe him anything. be a much sexier new moon true <laughs> that i could get behind that like, yes that sounds like a very reasonable just gonna try this out i wonder what having a normal boyfriend is like exactly the backseat of the rabbit why why am i feeling this weird loyalty to someone that doesn't give a shit about me sure i'm not that into jacob but didn't edward say that love and lust don't always keep the same company didn't he say that? Exactly. I'm just going to give this a little, little try. That'd be a great book. Right? That makes so I much more sense to me than I'm betraying myself. But, but I'm going to do it anyways. Going to do Ooh, it anyway. Eclipse would be so much more heightened too. Right. Because yeah. you would actually love both of them in different romantic ways. Exactly. And when Edward is like, I don't want you to go be with Jacob, he could be like, well, you kissed him, and I know I don't have a right to be mad because I left you, but also I still have feelings, and I feel some sort of way about the fact that that happened. And she's like, well, guess what? You have to get over it. And it would just be, like, way more, I don't know. 
it would be so much better. It would be good. That'd be cool. Wow, we rewrote <laughs> it. We fixed it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Midnight Sun's out, so we're reading that. <laughs> You're reading that. Uh, we're all reading it right now. And... We're all reading Midnight Sun right now <laughs> in the future. I bet we're having so much fun. Yeah, I'm really happy to be participating in this collective experience with you all. Uh, can't wait to talk about it probably next week, but I'm not making any promises. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we're done reading it, which is obviously going to be soon. Yeah, and you'll just have to fucking deal with it. I'll be ready. I'll tell you that much. I'm hyped. <laughs> 15 years of buildup, and I'm going to read this book in like a day and a half. <laughs> I love it. I no, love we it. say that. It's like 600 pages. Will it really only take a day and a half? Unlikely? I read the fifth Harry Potter book in like a day and a half, probably. Yeah. You know what? We were young then i was on summer vacation exactly we were on vacation we were young we were prepared to do all of our regular chores while also reading a book (laughs) bam as usual email us with questions comments frantic first impressions of midnight sun at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support the podcast, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. A special shout out to our patrons, Jillian, Melina, Bridget, and Eric. You can all follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and twilightfacepodcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. Probably. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.